Good morning and happy Wednesday. Happy July 12th is the date today. I hope everyone is having a fantastic week. Middle of the week, hopefully you've already had an amazing couple days and we're going to end this week strong. If you're new here, welcome. We're excited to have you. We have over 750 episodes and interviews with real life students, people from our community in the online space, in the digital marketing world um, that come on and share their stories of inspiration, what they've overcome, marketing tips. It's always a fantastic little mini mastermind in education and skill set and in mindset. Um, as you become an entrepreneur. So welcome. We're excited to have you. And if you are brand new, you can get a notification every time we go live. Just text the letters WUL to 813-296-8553, and we will send you a text message um, just a few minutes into each morning's episode with a direct link to join us live. Without further ado, we have, I know she's a stay-at-home mom at this point. She used to be a realtor, like our title shares, realtor burnout to digital marketing bliss. She's come, th been through some things, definitely, um, and I'm excited to bring her on. So everyone, please welcome Kendall to the show. Good morning, Kendall. Good morning. Where are you joining us from today? Alabama. Alabama. Oh, we got some heat. We got some humidity. For sure. Alabama twice for, for space camp, believe it or not. Oh, I so. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Back when I was younger, but yes, wonderful. So share with all of us, um, what, how did you find Legendary? What were you looking for? How did you end up landing into the 15 day challenge? Um, I actually started seeing some videos way back during the pandemic, right after I'd had my daughter. Um, and I was in real estate then even, but that was a weird time. Um, and I thought it would be like a fun extra income stream, but I just like never really explored it past um, seeing videos. Right. And then I saw um, some more videos the end of last summer, like August, September. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'll bite. Um, and I decided I wanted to take the challenge. Um, I did like one day and I was swamped in real estate and just never came back to it until eight months later. Um, after I had gotten, I don't know if I should go into my whole story, but yeah, whatever you're comfortable with. What I think is also important, what you've just shared is, guys, she didn't like see a video, buy, and go through the whole challenge. No, this was like years in the making. Right? Many people in our community um, watch videos for a while before mm -hmm. taking action, even purchase the challenge, and then wait sit on it for a while. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where, and you've had life come into play and, and you needed to find the right time for you mm -hmm. to go through it. Right. Yeah. Um, I sat on it for eight months. <laughs> so, um, 
I came back to it because uh, I had had a really, I'd, I was having my second child and I ended up uh, losing that pregnancy. And um, after I lost it, I got really sick. Like, uh, actually, the lady that was on Monday, she has POTS. That's what mm -hmm. happened to me um, mm -hmm. right after I had that miscarriage. Um, and I was, like, in and out of the hospital a bunch of times. Nobody could figure out what was happening to me. Um, and I couldn't work in real estate. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't drive. I couldn't do anything. It was, like, horrible. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm much better now, but I was like, what am I, what am I going to do? Like, you know, if I, I can't, when you're in real estate, you are definitely trading time for money. I was working constantly, yeah. never turn it off. Um, and yeah, somebody calls, you have to go. Yeah. And you they'll text you, you at all hours of the house. day. Yeah. There's so much um, that people forget about when it comes to real estate. And so then- yeah. You make good money with it, but you know, you're, you're paying for it with time. Yeah. Um, and in the back of my mind, I'd always wondered like, is there a better way to do this? Because I have a, I have a three-year-old. So mm -hmm. um, I hated that, like, even on her, at her birthday party, I was like on my phone, you know, dealing with stuff that I couldn't not deal with. Um, so I decided to, give digital marketing another try. Um, and this time I went like all in, I had nothing to lose at that point. Right. Yeah. So you, what, like you dealt with a pretty significant loss mm -hmm. and then dealt with illness mm -hmm. and then dealt with, I have a life change. I need a career change. I need to, mm -hmm. and, and you have a three-year-old there, there were a lot of pieces going on. Yeah, where you could just say, uh, like, just go cry in a corner and stay there or figure out a new way. And I mm -hmm. love that you were open and you're, you're figuring out a new way. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I honestly was really skeptical. Um, yeah. But my husband was like, I don't know what I can get a second job. I don't know what we're going to do because we had lost my income at that point for months, I was just like unable to work. Um, and it was kind of one of those like now or never, like it's got to work for me situations. Mm -hmm. um, and it did. Yeah. Like the option of quitting was yeah. no, not on the table anymore. Yeah. And I think the people that struggle are the ones that keep quitting on the table as an option for them to go to at any point in time. But when you can take that, like, that's not an option. That's not even a part of my thought process. Mm -hmm. Like I have to figure this out and sit down and do the work and keep pushing forward. Um, that's when real things and momentum really starts. Would you agree with that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think like right out of the gates, I was, willing to um tell people why i was doing this and a lot of people either hate their job or um they also have a chronic illness or they just want to be home with their kids like there's a surprising amount of people that want to do something like this and are just like afraid yeah i i think it's it's finding new purpose mm -hmm. after struggle or through struggle 
Mm -hmm. I, you know, that no matter what is brought to us and that we're walking through, whatever mud we're moving through, um, we want to be able to say we're thriving. Yeah. We're figuring out a way through the mud. Mm -hmm. And and it may still be there, but we're smiling through it. Yeah. Right. And it's not going to get rid of it. It's not going to get rid of a chronic illness. It's not going to get rid of the heartbreak of a loss. Um, but we're, we're seeing what's next and being able to look forward instead of looking backwards. Yeah. And that is, that's, that's what life is. And when you can find that, that's just, what's beautiful about it. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, and I feel like it, it, it's very lonely. Um, it can be lonely just being a stay at home mom, but it was lonely dealing with everything else. And then, being able to connect with people and like focus on helping them instead of what was happening to me was um, honestly like brought me out of a really dark place. Yeah. It was, it was bigger than money. Yes. You wanted money, right? You needed a, you didn't want your husband to go have a second job, but it was a secondary focus. Mm Mm-hmm. The bigger focus was it gave you a little more purpose to look forward to each day. It gave you distraction. It gave you something to that you're growing your knowledge in and that you can apply and you can do it from anywhere. You can do it during your daughter's naps. You can do it at night. You can do it from bed. Mm -hmm. Honestly, you can do it anywhere. No matter how you're feeling, you can go have a little pick me up of I'm going to invest something into myself. Mm-hmm. whether it's knowledge, action, and no one, it doesn't matter about anybody else, but I'm putting, I'm, I'm helping myself do something positive instead of just sitting on TikTok and scrolling. I'm going to actually sure. do something. It, it, you feel productive. I think there's something beautiful about remembering we like to feel productive. We like mm-hmm. to feel like we're contributing mm-hmm. in some way, even if it's to ourselves. Yeah. Um, for sure. How did your and you? How did your husband respond when you were like, "Let me just try this," even though you were skeptical? So I didn't tell him at first. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried a bunch of different okay. things online, so I didn't want him to be like, "Oh, it's another one of your ventures." Um, hmm. So I didn't tell him until I like hit a certain amount of followers, and he was like, "What are you doing on your phone?" And I was like. <laughs> Um, and so let's, what did we try before? Um, I tried drop shipping. I like had built out Shopify stores and all that stuff. Um, I tried blogging. Um, those are probably like the two that I spent the most time on. And I had never made a single dollar online until I tried this. Gotcha. Yeah. So, and how many, you have what, 20,000 followers? How many followers are you at now? I have 75,000 on TikTok, Mm -hmm. um, 26 on Facebook, and then like a thousand on Instagram. And when did you start these accounts? May 16th. Wow. Massive, massive growth. Guys, 70,000 followers since May 16th. We're not even two months. Yeah. And you took 
over a year to get started from when you started, when you purchased the challenge. Like yeah. this is incredible. This is such a testimony to the power of deciding to be all in. Mm-hmm. That's real. That's, that's what this is. Deciding to be all in, which is absolutely amazing. Did you struggle with mindset at the start? Um, of putting yourself out there and sharing. Yeah, I did. I had a lot of imposter syndrome after I told my husband, I remember there was one day I woke up and I was like really feeling like anxious and like, I'm introverted. It doesn't come across right now, but I am, I don't like to go to like big crowded settings and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and when I was gaining a ton of followers, it was like really, I just wasn't expecting it. Um, and that was actually the day that like, I don't know if I can talk about it on here or not, but that was the day that I made the most money (laughs) was the day that I was the most anxious and like, um, (laughs) like having the most imposter syndrome. I think that's usually how it goes. Like the day you really think about, Oh, I'm not good enough. When you're having a little pity party Mm -hmm. is usually the day you start to see more traction too. If you can just go through it, (laughs) it was your sign, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Nope. Don't go down that road. Just keep going. It's a beautiful thing. So at what point did you, how many followers did you have when you finally shared it with your husband, what you were doing? Um, I had several thousand at that point. Um, And he was like, oh, cool. Like a couple thousand. But then I literally hit 10,000, like 48 hours later and was like, he was like, wow, 10,000. And then I hit 25,000 and then I hit 50,000. He was like, this is crazy. Yeah, that's wild. So on day one, that first week, what was the kind of content that you put out? How did you bring in your audience first? I studied other people first, and then I decided, okay, I'm not going to try to sell anything at first. All I'm going to do is just value pack. And um, so all of my first videos, the only thing I'm asking of people was to like, like my post or follow me. Other than that, it was all value. I wasn't trying to sell anything. I didn't have my link in my bio yet. Um, I really just wanted to um, gain like no like and trust with people. Yeah, definitely. There, there is this mistake that comes out when for many that are brand new, they're like, all right, I've decided to do this. Maybe I took a year of watching someone else's content, but I'm going to, I'm going to make a video and I'm going to need to have commissions after that first video in two days. And I have three followers, but we got to bring them into the room first. We got to bring them and gather them. We have to build a relationship. We've got to build connection and nobody wants to be sold to. You don't want to be the door-to-door salesman on TikTok. You want to be the friend on TikTok, the really Mm -hmm. cool person that people want to go like hang out at a barbecue with or whatever your interests may be that match you and your audience. Mm -hmm. So I love that you shared that. It, it was almost like, no, I'm not about the focus is not trying to get somebody to click a link. It's how do I make online friends? Mm-hmm. How do I find my, find my people. Yeah. And, and it's focused on the audience 
not the product necessarily. Mm -hmm. For sure. It's huge. So what value pieces did you bring to the table? Um, value pieces. Uh, give me an example of what you mean. Like what do you, what's your, everyone always asks, well, what's value? What's, mm -hmm. what's a video with value? So what's in your opinion, what was value that you brought to your audience? So I'm in the make money online niche and mm -hmm. I wanted all of my videos to convey a way to make money online. Um, and so probably like my first like 20 videos were um, either like a tutorial of how to do something to make money online or um, I talked about like job opportunities that you can do from home um, or sites and apps that help you make money from your phone. Um, I wanted to make sure that I stayed really like in my lane, if that makes sense, mm -hmm. um, while providing value because I knew my target audience was people that wanted to make money online or wanted to work from home. And so every video that I put out needed to be about that. Mm -hmm. Okay. How did you connect with like the mom element and stay at home? And how did you weave that into your content? Um, I actually didn't say anything about being a mom. So mm -hmm. I, this is a part of my story I like don't tell a whole lot, but um, right before I lost that pregnancy, I gave this another go for like a week and I had another TikTok and it was that online money girl. And, um, and I tried to kind of talk to moms, but I wasn't, um, I wasn't providing as much value with that account and I never got over a thousand followers. So I deactivated it this time around. I was like, no, I know my target audience is moms. And so I added mom into my name. Um, okay. And that's how we, we called them out that way. Okay. Mm -hmm. I love that. I, I, I think what I, I hope everyone grasps here is that you, you, you kind of been through it a bit. You've taken some time you've start and stopped and then started again and it's okay. Yeah. If you've stopped, you can start again. Tomorrow's a new day mm -hmm. and you can be successful at any point once you decide to really go all in with it. Yeah. I kept an eye on a lot of the ones that were like people that were being successful and I would see that they would lose a TikTok account and they would just start back over that day. And I was like, I want to be that resilient. Like I want to be that confident that I can just start back over. Oh man. Resilience is such a huge quality of mm -hmm. just not being emotionally attached to your social media account. Yeah. <laughs> right. That it's just a tool you're using. <laughs> we're kind of using and abusing our social media because ultimately mm -hmm. we are selling for free. We're yeah. not doing paid ads usually for the most of part where these platforms want us to do paid ads for anything that we're selling. Um, so there is a fine line of kind of making sure we're, we're not angering the TikTok gods and the algorithm mm -hmm. because we're selling too much and we're still providing value and, um, and then being able to, yeah, start over, which is so important to have 
that mindset to be like, it's okay. We just do it again and keep going and keep Mm -hmm. moving forward. And you're also on Instagram and building that following and Mm -hmm. not putting all your eggs in one basket so that if you lose a TikTok account and that's your only place that you're showing up online, you're not completely out, you know? Yeah. I think actually Facebook is really underrated um, Mm -hmm. because I have like 20 something followers, 20,000 followers on there. And I actually think Facebook and Instagram convert better than TikTok, even though I have more followers on TikTok. Yeah, I actually would agree with that, especially with if you have the right age. Mm-hmm. People are more trained, more comfortable, feel safer to buy through those platforms because they've been around longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when they see a higher following on Instagram or on Facebook, there's just a little bit more of a natural trust that's being built already Mm -hmm. because they trust the platform a little bit more than necessarily what they do with TikTok sometimes. Yeah. It's just how people use the platform too. TikTok Mm -hmm. people are scrolling and consuming, but not necessarily looking to leave the platform. Yeah. Very cool. So what's next? It's like you have this brand new baby business with booming numbers and growth. How do you work around and how do you work this into your daily schedule with your daughter and all of that um, to not feel overwhelmed? Because you've got to be getting a lot of messages and upkeep Mm -hmm. and a lot of just new things coming your way that are demanding. So how do you deal with your schedule? Um, I try to be really present with her. So I, I do it while she's napping or, um, my mom watches her two times a week. So during those two days I batch film. Okay. Um, and then after she goes to bed, I answer messages. Um, yeah, that's pretty much when I do it. Um, I, I don't like being on my phone when I'm like playing with her and stuff like that. Right. Um, and as far as what's next, Um, like the, something that I've learned from the legendary education and stuff is how important your email funnel and campaigns are. Mm -hmm. And I had, you know, before I took the training, I had no idea just like how valuable that is when you gain it. And so I'm really trying to work on my email campaigns and that promote products there. Um, Mm-hmm. and and be better in that area for sure okay guys this is what i want everyone to learn from what she just said <laughs> we have many people that are sitting watching this either live or will on the replay that are like i have to have everything set up before i can mm-hmm. even post my first no. I need to have 20 emails in my campaign. My funnel needs to be perfect. I need to have three months of content planned out. I have to, like, I have to, have to, have to. And you don't have to. I have to have an ebook and a lead magnet. You don't have to. Mm-hmm. You can add those things as you go. You just need to start. Mm-hmm. And I think you're such a beautiful example of what that looks like. You just started. Mm-hmm. You have been through a process. You started this like a year ago, did it for a week or so, stopped, started back up and just 
started making content and then are working on your other pieces as you go and building. And it doesn't, there's no perfect. Mm -hmm. Do you ever have that state of, I have to be perfect? Did you struggle with that? No, I'm just out here winging it. Um, and I say I that it. in my content and like in my Instagram stories that I'm just like I mean if I try to focus too hard I'll never execute oh focus too hard I'll never yeah focus on that what you look like what the perception is what people are going to say about you and then you end up just kind of not doing it and your focus was like, oh, what am I just going to put out today? Mm-hmm. And then what's the next little piece I need to add to my business? What's the next little piece? And what's crazy is sometimes I'll just be like, oh, I need to get a video out. And I'll spend like two minutes filming something really fast. And I'll just like kind of throw it up there. And those are the videos that will do the best sometimes. And I know that that's not me saying like you shouldn't put effort in. But sometimes I'll put a ton of effort into a video and it'll get like 100 views. Do you know how often we hear that? (laughs) I'm just saying you can't focus too much on it or worry too much. You just got to keep going. Yeah. And if you get an idea, Mm -hmm. either film it right there or write it down and film it during your batch session (laughs) and forget about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think even for me, if I rewatch something too many times, I'm going to find problems. For sure. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm going to talk myself out of posting. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or you just have to ah, let it go. Because today's consumer wants authenticity. Mm-hmm. They want real life. They don't want a staged video. Yeah. It may have been what was desired in the past mm-hmm. or the pandemic even and YouTube videos and everything was very, had to be kind of more formal and staged and had to show this perception of perfection. And we're just not in that season right now of mm-hmm. content. Um, people want to see real. They want to see messy. They want to see that you're human. For sure. And succeeding, that you're just an everyday person getting, making some really cool things happen in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so you become more relatable. Yeah. I tell people in some of my videos, like, I'm not special. I just know how to follow directions. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a, you know how to follow directions? <laughs> There's nothing particularly special about me. But yet there is. I mean, you are such an example of perseverance, of what it looks like to overcome roadblocks, what it looks like to decide that you're worthy. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. And you are a walking example of that to somebody else. Like, you can do this. You can do this. And that's what you bring to the table. And I think that's beautiful. And I, I know this is all new for you, but I really, you, you bring a ton to the table and you are serving your audience in an absolutely beautiful way. And that's why you're growing followers, you're providing value, um, and you're serving instead of selling, mm-hmm. um, which is so cool. Have you thought of yourself as a leader before? 
Do you think of yourself that way now? Uh, if I think of it, I like to be the kind of leader that's like down in the trenches, you know? Um, I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I like to do things together with people. Like I don't want to seem like, um, like, I don't know the right words, but you know what I mean? I, yes, I can lead people, but I do it like with them. Yeah. I like to say, I like to lead from the back. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't give you directions if I hadn't done it myself. It's kind of how like. Right. Yeah, definitely. Bob shares in the comments, anxious to figure out funnels. Don't worry about it. Just, just do what you're not anxious about and then take a little bit time and figure it out as you go. It'll be okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. Andrew says you're leading by example. There. <laughs> yep. You're building community. Ultimately, you don't want to sit on a pedestal and, and point your finger and tell people, go do this, do this, do this. You're sitting down in a chair next to them mm -hmm. around a barbecue, around a, a campfire and sharing, hey, I know this and talking and having conversations. And you are doing that through your content. And I think that's what people feel more comfortable with. Yeah. You're leading sitting next to them as a friend instead of as some guru Mm -hmm. on a stand and I think we can all do that definitely um and start switching our focus and our content to that of how mm -hmm. do I help my friends building yeah. my online friends if these were my followers were my real life friends how do I help my friends yeah like I was telling people in my stories yesterday I was like I feel like y'all are my friends so I'm gonna tell you about my experiment and I was telling in my story like how I was like tinkering with videos um, mm -hmm. to get more views because I don't, I don't like, I know people like talk about gatekeeping, but I'm kind of like, I don't know anybody else in my real life that's doing this. So I talk mm -hmm. to people online as if like they're my friends because mm -hmm. I don't have anybody else to talk to about it. Right. I love that approach. That's yeah. perfect. That's beautiful mm -hmm. because they have an interest in that. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I have friends that are into this thing that I'm doing. Yeah. And I can provide advice. Mm -hmm. And I think, especially as an affiliate marketer, if we stop thinking about it as I'm trying to sell them a product and instead switch it to I'm making recommendations yeah. to my friends. <laughs> mm -hmm. For sure. Your content will come out differently. Mm-hmm. You'll have different call to actions. You'll have different hooks and style of content of just how you share it. If you focus it as a recommendation to my friend, instead of I'm selling, I'm trying to sell, I got to close deals. Yeah. It's a different way of speaking even. Mm -hmm. You put out content. Um, and, and I think that's, that's another huge point that you're sharing. And I hope everyone gra really grasped that this morning about creating content mm -hmm. of talk to your, as if they're friends. Yeah. I think it makes you more approachable. And I, I mean, like I said, I don't like to think of myself as like, I'm still new. So like when I learned something, I'm like, Hey, I learned this, <laughs> give it a try. I love that. I think mm -hmm. that's, that's your, I I've learned this. 
I'm, you're not saying you're an expert, a guru, but mm-hmm. you have a piece of information that's a step ahead of your followers. Yeah. Just, and you're sharing it like you would share with a friend in a text message. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Look at your audience that way of building friendships. What do you, would you text your friend or your partner in life about your day? That's a story. That's a piece of content. How can you apply it to your niche? That sort of thing. Um, if we can all start viewing our content that way, um, mm-hmm. it'll be more fun too. I think mm-hmm. in creating videos and it's easier to show up to an audience that you enjoy. Yeah. And you like talking to, I, I love talking to people in my DMS. Yeah. Do you have a ton of people that reach out in your DMs? Is that one of your call mm-hmm. to actions? Yeah. So how much time do you spend in the DMs really building those relationships? A good amount. Um, because I get them across all three platforms. Uh, but like I said, I don't do it during the day when I'm with my daughter. I do it either when she's napping or at night. And that's just when I choose to respond. Um, mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I think, I I mean, I don't personally like to buy from someone unless I feel like, I don't know, they're approachable and I already like them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. So I love it. So it's definitely, but you aren't the first to reach out. You let Never. them reach out to you. Right. Yeah. So don't, don't go like reach cold, reach out to people mm-hmm. that maybe liked a video. Yeah. Yeah. Let them reach out to you um, and then open up the conversation. And then mm-hmm. I'm assuming there's multiple messages just by how you speak today in our interview. I, I don't think they're messaging you and you're like, yeah, I click this link and, and you're out. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people do that. They're like, oh, I got somebody that messaged me. They got to click my link. And that's their response. I assume, but sh- share with us, what does that conversation look like? How do you build your relationship with them in the DMs without just being like, here's my link, peace out? Um, so it depends on what my call to action is. Uh, mm-hmm. If people say ready, then I will send them like a, a typed out message that does have my link. Mm-hmm. But if people are asking me questions, I kind of feel out like what their goals are. Like, are you wanting to work from home? Do you know what affiliate marketing is? Um, or I'll just like, a lot of people ask me a little bit about the process and I'm happy to tell them I started in May. This is how I'm doing. Um, these are the, the funnel I use. I mean, I'll tell them whatever they want to know. Um, mm-hmm. And usually I get a really good response just from answering their basic question. I, I don't try to beat around the bush. I'll tell them what they want to know. Um okay. You're just honest about it. And then they can yeah. make a decision whether they feel like it's a good fit for them or not. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's a, the best approach across the board because you're not trying to convince someone. Mm-hmm. You're just sharing your knowledge and then they can make a decision. For sure. And it's just easier. So as an introvert, as you shared with us, was it hard to get on camera? Uh, it was when I first started, I had to like hype myself up for a couple days. Like I gave myself the days leading up, I started May 16th and the days leading up to it, I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm not like, this is the time that I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
because my self-confidence was kind of down at the, at that time I had gone through really bad postpartum anxiety and, and depression. Like I literally went like a whole month where I wouldn't drive or leave my house. Um, it was like extreme. Yeah. Um, so coming on camera, I had to just like pretend that nobody was actually watching me, um, mm -hmm. in order for me to like click and submit the video. Um, but you get numb to it. Um, after a few videos, it's just that first, those first few videos, you have to just almost like let go. <laughs> How did you get through that? There's some people that can't let it go. They have, I have someone that has come on a support call with blueprints and they have, they've made like 50, 60 videos. They haven't posted a single one yet. Um, how did you, I had been, this sounds silly, but I had been doing affirmations. Um, uh -huh. and I have one that I say like every day to myself and it's, everything's going to go better than expected. And I would literally have to say that to myself before I published every video um, because I would just get so anxious. Um, right. But now, like I said, it, you make so many that you kind of get numb to it. Right. Maria just shares. That's where I am. I'm frozen. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's really I've been there. And I, I think it, it's normalizing that you're going to feel that way. It's mm -hmm. not wrong. Yeah. I think like sometimes we feel like, oh, I have so much anxiety about hitting post on my first video um, that it must be wrong, that I, I, I should run from it because there's fear involved. It, it's not a, a saber-toothed tiger coming to attack you. Um, I, I have a lot of fear about the trolls because I could see the trolls on other people's videos. And I was like, yeah. I don't know that I'm mentally prepared to handle the negativity coming out of like depression yeah. and and anxiety. Um, and I just told myself, okay, if someone is really mean, I'm going to block them. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to try to like communicate back with them for my own mental health. I'm just going to block them. If they don't benefit my community, they're not going to be in it. Um, and I don't block people as much anymore. Cause like I said, I'm like built up a tolerance, but right. in the beginning I knew that I didn't have the tolerance. And so if there was a troll, bye. Right. I know some people are like, Oh, I use it as engagement, but it takes a lot of, it's, it's a, a thicker. People are mean to be able to do that. People are freaking mean. Yeah. They're really mean, but yeah. I don't, I just don't deal with, those are not going to be your customers. They don't no. benefit your community. And I just, I don't need him as a follower. So bye. And most likely they're still also going to report your account, which is going to ding you. So yep. lock them and be done before they can even do it. As soon as I see a mean comment, I would be like, gone. Yep. Don't delete them. Just block the people. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the best way, mm -hmm. especially when starting out, especially when you have any anxiety around it. If, even if it's, that voice in your head is, could be someone in your life, mm -hmm. a cousin, an aunt, a parent. If you feel like there's somebody there that's talking you out of taking action, even if they're really not in real life, but you're hearing that voice and, or you have worry. If I post this, what if so-and-so sees it block them to start with, 
So then they don't know. know. (laughs) Block the people you don't, start a new account, block the people you don't even want to have an opinion from that are in your life even. Oh, that's the only thing I did. When I started all new accounts, I blocked Mm -hmm. like all of my real estate friends and Uh um, I blocked family, pretty much anyone that I didn't want to comment on it before I had success. Right. I just, I blocked like 300 people and I know that's extreme, but I was coming from a mental space where I like needed it to be um, a positive experience right out of the gates. And so Mm -hmm. I tried to eliminate any negativity. Well, and also they're not your customer. They're not. And I don't want to. It's not going to help your algorithm if they're on there. (laughs) Um, But I had forgotten to block. I'm not forgotten. I just like didn't go to this wide of a cast but okay. one of my old bosses actually follows me on one of my accounts and has been like asking questions and engaging so mm-hmm. yeah you never know you never know you mm-hmm. don't and 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 there comes a point where you may not care um mm-hmm. but if it's something that you're feeling anxious about when starting out make the space create the space that you need to mm-hmm. keep it positive so that sure. you can stay focused and mm-hmm. that's okay to block aunt Susie and uncle Tommy and even your mom, if you need to, because mm-hmm. you don't want that in your ear or on a phone conversation later that day or comments at a family dinner about some videos that you're doing. Um, if you're not ready to have that conversation, just don't allow them into that part yet and block them. And then you don't have to Yeah, then you can share what you're doing at your own pace, on your own time, and in your own way, instead of them interpreting from the outside. And I would highly recommend adding filter words. You can do that on, uh, I know TikTok and Facebook, and you can do it on Instagram too. You can do it on all of them. But I didn't, I had, I was not expecting any viral videos on TikTok when it happened to me. And I was getting like thousands of comments, more than I could, you know, go through. And mm-hmm. I added a ton of filter words so that the comments that were being shown were positive ones and the negative ones were getting hidden. Fantastic advice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just no matter what guys, it's your business mm-hmm. and everyone has control of the space that you need and can handle figure out what you can handle because you can always change it later on. For sure. If you have a lot of rules on your comments. Awesome. Do that. And if you find mm-hmm. later on, you know what? I can remove this specific rule or this filter. Let's mm-hmm. see what happens and then see how you feel about it. And if you don't like what that created in your space and in your world and in your business, put it back on. If mm-hmm. you don't like certain people seeing your content, block them. It's just social media. Who cares? It doesn't mean you're blocking them from your life or that you don't love them or care about them. Um, Just do what you need to, to stay positive, to grow your own self-confidence and your own knowledge and your own audience in the space that feels safe to you. And I, I think you've done a really, you were really aware of that probably because of what you've been through in your real life. Mm-hmm. And just knowing your health is 
a little more delicate than when the others are. And you needed to create that space that was really safe for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you did that, you're able to have more enjoyment when you showed up because you know the people that are there are there for the right reason, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. What this has been just such a huge interview that I hope people grabbed the nuggets of what it means to start out without looking for perfection, without looking Mm -hmm. for the sale, um, but launching from a, a place of being authentic and real and beautiful and just showing up in a positive way. What's your advice for anyone that's new in the challenge right now? Just to get started. <laughs> I know that sounds cliche, but I wish I had started months earlier. Um, but, you know, I guess the timing happened. But I think people get stuck in the setting up stuff and they never actually start like putting out content and Mm -hmm. um if you're not driving traffic you're never going to see any results so and people like 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 we talked about earlier people actually like imperfection they relate to it because they're nobody's perfect so yeah and i think you can start making content without a funnel and you're you probably going to be more driven to figure out the tech and to figure out your funnel and figure out your offer when people are knocking on your DM door or in the comments saying, I love to follow you. Where can I learn more? What can I mm-hmm. do more? Right. Um, but a funnel just created and sitting there or wasting three, four weeks, three months on a funnel. Don't do that. Make you any more followers or any dollars, but mm-hmm. Building connections will, and will probably drive you through that tech piece a little bit quicker too when it's time. Would <laughs> mm-hmm. you agree? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Don't get stuck on the setup. If you're stuck on the setup, take a break. Go build some content for your ideal audience that they would enjoy watching. Start mm-hmm. building those connections and then come back to the tech. The tech is a small season. You don't live in the funnel and the tech set up forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, it's a, it's a small small moment in your business. Yeah. For sure, which is cool. Well, you definitely need to come back because you are in such a new business. I, I want updates of where you are in six months. I'm so excited for you. Three I'm months, six you. months, you've got to come back. I would love mm-hmm. for you to meet Dave and share your story with him. Um, and see how your business progresses and, and come back and share that with all of us yeah. um, another round. So thank you for coming on today and uh, sharing your story and sharing your tips and keep rolling. I love it. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, definitely. All right, everyone, please go follow Kendall on TikTok at that online money mom underscore at the end so that online money money mom if i could speak at that online money mom underscore and then she is also on instagram at that online money mom without the underscore so go find her on both of those platforms give her a follow comment that you saw her interview on wake up legendary Um, give her some love 
And as always, everyone, we're back tomorrow with another amazing interview and stay legendary. Peace.